I am Latrice Royale. And bonjour, I am Manila Luzon. And this is part two. Part two. Part two. The last, <laughs> the last one was part one. This one's part two. Un, deux, trois. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Un, deux, trois. Okay, there's not We're a part gonna, three. No, no, no. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, this is, yeah. Never well, there's, a, there's a lot of... There, Drag Race France is there's a lot, so we want to make sure we give them all the attention they deserve. Girl. M. Oh. M. Mom. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Up next, we have Soa de Muse. So Muse. Oh, yeah, this is my roundaway girl who sings live, honey. Yes. Um, and she sounds amazing. This opening. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and not only did she just stand there, she just stood there and sang, but bitch, she gave you a drag performance. I mean, I was getting yeah. all the feels. Like the quivering of her lips, the the, the clicking of her fingernails together. Like it was giving you all the drama. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's very cabaret. It's like yeah. a cabaret. That's what like we're for. Emoting and... Uh, yeah. And yes. like she doesn't do much with her body, but her face and her emotions and like the way she sings, just captivating. That's how you. That's how you do that. Captivating. Yeah. Yeah. I was paying attention it. to every single thing that she was doing. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck she was saying, even though. See, I wasn't even reading the subtitles for the lyrics because I was just watching yeah. her and listening to her, and I love this like yarn mop wig that she's wearing. It gives me like Grace Jones. Yeah. You know. So I, I loved this. This was my favorite performance. Yeah, she was great. Mm-hmm. She was really great. Not my favorite favorite performance was our next person, Lova La Diva. She, I, I, I oh, yeah. this was the was, she, was it stand up or was she just coming in there? Uh, she was just telling stories about stuff. Like, she, it wasn't a story. It was like a no hi. Story. I was once diagnosed. I was diagnosed with this thing. And I could, I was in a wheelchair and I couldn't walk. And now look at me, I'm standing here in heels. That was her talent. She overcame That's a disease. Not, I, I, guess, <laughs> I mean, I guess that is a talent if you want to say That's so. not talent, baby. That's I guess it was supposed talent. to be, it was supposed to be stand up and then she forgot the words, like what she was supposed to say. Yeah, there was a moment when she literally just stopped her story and then was just like, oh, hey, Jean-Paul Gaultier, I can't believe exactly, you're, you're yes. judging us. And then she like completely lost us there. And then she just walked off stage. Yeah, everybody's yeah. looking around like, what? What? It felt like Jasmine Masters All Stars 4. That part. <laughs> no, at least Jasmine Masters had like, there was kind of a joke in there. There was kind of a funny story. True. There wasn't, True. this is not even a funny story. Like, how am I supposed to laugh at you saying like you have, like, were diagnosed with the, some yeah. some disease yeah. I've never heard of that made you like not be able to walk? Like, that's not funny. Yeah. You know, no, unless, unless 
she was setting it up so that, you know, like everyone just kind of was like, okay, well, she was sick, so we're going to go a little easier on her. Because you do realize that you do do all of this. When you go on the show, you do all these like interviews with the producers, but the judges don't know anything about you until you tell them or show them on that stage. So okay. this is my this is their only opportunity to be like, hey guys, look, if I'm not up here dancing around like a crazy person, it's because I wasn't able to walk before. Yeah. Or maybe she had a punchline after that and she just forgot about it being mesmerized by Jean-Paul Gaultier's presence. Okay. That's it. She was mesmerized <laughs> and forgot her line. And we were screwed because that was mm, horrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> and and the look wasn't and the look and the look wasn't was even not good. Look, baby, mm-hmm. no, ma'am. She was mm-hmm. not giving me high fashion. No, she there was, was no high fashion. Me. Yeah. Nah, nah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was probably like scared because she was there in front of Jean Jean Paul Gaultier wearing, you know. Sequin queen, <laughs> a, no, a sequin queen ruffle dress, showstoppers. Okay, all right. I'm gonna right, stop shitting. On. On. I'm gonna stop shitting on Lova for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, she's nice. Lacahena. Now this started off like it was gonna do something, right? This did. She was like behind this black curtain with her face sticking out, and like like a puppet. There, she's talking to this like flame that's just on the on the floor there. <laughs> and then yeah. she comes it- out of it. And then the flame, the flame is talking, but the flames continue to talk. Like she didn't do anything, but kind of walk around. Yeah. This actually, was... like I think. What do you no, think? go ahead. No. Um, I was gonna say um, the, this. The first part where she was behind the curtain was actually very funny. If you're, I think, uh, if you have all the references, because she was like doing uh, kind of an accent, like a Maghrebi accent, like the stereotypical Maghrebi accent, and uh, she was like dropping all these references about like uh, RER, which is like the train in Paris, the Bois de Boulogne, which is where, you know, we, we they used Paris have to have all the sex workers and everything. So mm-hmm. she had a lot of references. She made like a uh, reference to Lam, which is a singer, uh, which is kind of, you know, she, her career kind of went south and now she's more of a joke than anything. So she had a, a lot of references in the first part and, it set us up for a great thing, us like uh, French viewers. But then she didn't deliver when she went past that, I think. Then she comes out, does her little fire trick that she did when she came in the workroom. See, that was... And I mean, she could have done that more was than, the, more that, that. was the part that, like, because, like, the flame is talking about how they're going to set her... She's going to be a fire warrior. And then she does her flame trick that she did when she did her, her entrance to the workroom. But like, I'm sorry, we saw it already in this episode, and she did it twice, I think, in the in the workroom. But she only did it once, so I'm just like, okay, well, what else are you gonna set on fire? I thought maybe she'd set her head on fire. I thought it was go- I thought that was gonna like the fire thing was gonna be the act. The, the act, like, I was she gonna she breathe was gonna fire? Yeah, yeah. And I thought too. I got nada, nada. So, Should have went full Katniss Everdeen and throw her dress on fire like the Hunger Games. I mean, <laughs> I mean and the thing about it is that, like, at least like with with Ellipse when she did her striptease and she's singing about how she's fire, her dress was red. It you had see. flames on it. So if you're if you are going to come out and do a comedy performance and and your little flame is going to say, "I'm going to turn you into a fire warrior," 
And then you come out where you're wearing a black dress and a turban. Like, it kind of just doesn't go a lot. It was, it was a miss for me. I mean, Myth. yeah, exactly. Well, Which is really I'm, nice. I'm I'll sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, it's, I'm not yeah. nothing against her personally. It just wasn't a great performance. Now the acts of all acts. La Big Bertha Ooh. comes out doing burlesque. I mean burlesque. Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this idea. Loved She's, it. She the phone rings, which is very Dita Von Tees. <laughs> Dita Von Tees has like this number she does where she literally just lounges on a on a chaise lounge and like talks on the phone. And so this was giving me that. It was hilarious. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I loved yes. I loved the strip tees. Like I loved that the skirt came off and it showed up like that she had like a, a mermaid dress on that. She pulled some strings and that just like she spun out of that. And then the the piece de resistance, she takes off all of her clothes and she is buck naked. But gut yeah. out naked. And has her ass love out. It. I love it. Yeah. I I was shook that uh the public service, French public service, would show like a full on butt in like just no blur, nothing, just full on butt. And like even in the workroom at the beginning of the episode, when uh, they were changing, they actually showed, and it was very great. They actually showed um, Labrioche's breasts, yes. like full on women's yep. breasts. And yep. I'm like, that's amazing. But I was like, oh, they're showing that on public service. Wow, that's uh, like, like that's huge for them. That's huge for friends. That's huge for anything. Well, yeah. we didn't get to see that on Wow Presents Plus. It was we get blurred. blurred. Yeah, I think it was blurred. We get the blurred version. So, Leo, next time vision. take screen grabs. If um um if any of these uh <laughs> queens are, are showing their dicks, their tits, their ass cracks, their, or their... maybe the pit crew. Oh, and like... the pit crew. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and wow, or but... Nikki Doll. Nikki Doll naked. Just send us wow. the screen grabs. We want to see these French hotties. <laughs> Well, that was our talent show, and there are definitely some talented queens in this bunch. And then there's some not-so-talented queens in this bunch. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. Talent shows are always hard, I think, on Drag Race. Uh... Like, you Every, don't, like everyone you, has some kind of talent somewhere, girl. You gotta just know what it yeah. is. And, and you, if, it's, if you think looking pretty is your talent, then that's not. Yeah, if you think that, <laughs> if you think that, that's, yeah, if you think, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. So uh, let's take a break and then we'll get into the runway because the runway is fierce. We're back, and it's time for the runway, and the category is Liberty. What is this? Liberty, Egalité, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Liberty, Jean-Paul Gaultier. It's a play on words on our French... Mantra, French, like what we say, like the like the country's mantra, which is liberté, égalité, fraternité, liberty, equality, fraternity. Ah, uh, that's oh. fabulous. Well, okay. yeah, 
and yeah. add Jean Paul Gaultier because yeah. he's, he's here. He's free. He's yeah. and he's and he's French. Yeah. Okay, so it's really awesome to have Jean Paul Gaultier in the as the guest judge. He is everything. He is like every drag queen's favorite designer. Um, so it's great that we get to have a Jean-Paul Gaultier like inspired runway for the first episode of this season. Out first yeah. is La Brioche. La Brioche. In this <laughs> butterfly look. Dilavantis inspired. I mean, this is what, what he did for Dita, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. It is Dilavantis inspired. Uh-huh. Um, she looks amazing. She looks so good. It yeah. is It is perfection. It is such yeah. a great uh, recreation of this look. The butterfly wings over the tits, the butterfly wings at the hips give it that, give her that shape, the corset. Uh, it, everything about this look, her hair, everything yeah. about this look is magnif- magnifique. Magnifique. I love yes, it. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also the fact that she had, like, the colors of the transgender flag, like... Just... Ah, good catch. <sighs> good yes, catch, good catch. She's mm-hmm. telling us exactly who she is by yes. doing that. And Beautiful. I love it all. Uh, she is a, definitely a standout in this episode already. Yes. Already. Another standout is Soa de Muse. She comes out Maybe. and she is she is all braids. Like this is so sickening and so powerful for a, like you know not just because of, she's a queen of color, but like braids are representative of power and strength mm-hmm. in the black community. And so to have this whole look, like made out of braids is sickening. Yeah, and then, of course, like, she has this braid mohawk, but the Jean-Paul Gaultier-ness of it all is that she has the braids making, like, the the, co- the cone bra. Cone breast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love this. This, was, this wasn't, like, a direct lift off of a Gaultier look, I don't think. Like, it's not, like, a, a recreation. But that's what I like about it. It kind of yeah. is, like, her own interpretation and being yeah. inspired by... And it's done so well. And it, it's so good for her. So good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next up is Paloma. Yes, honey. And she's like in this like stained glass window chapel kind of inspired. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's really cool. It's I, I mean, I love a good Catholic reference. <laughs> of course. You know, them Catholics Catholic. are so extra. You know, with their with their halos and their robes and their candles and their incense and their their naked paintings on the ceilings and their stained glass windows and everything, oh, honey. Oh, yes. Oh, I live for this. It's beautiful. It's really well done. I like I like the headpiece and the, the, the rainbow stained glass headpiece. I love the things. And then uh Paloma also says that her father worked with uh, stained glass. So this is kind of like an homage to both her father and Jean-Paul Cotier. Um, it was a fun look. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked great. Yeah. Lola uh, Ladiva comes out in this pink, um, pink. Maybe we understand. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a mini dress and it's pink. And then over the top of the mini dress is like, uh, the shape of like an undergarment with garters, which I really right. like. Um, it has like a little ruffle um, down the sleeve, um, and then and then it has 
<laughs> it has the hoop skirt cage at the bottom. And you already know my you already know my uh my thoughts on yes. on that. Yeah. Yes. So I, I liked it except for the bottom part. Correct. Like that makes no sense to me. But maybe if she didn't have that, that would have been maybe too simple, I think. That's I don't think it I don't it. think it would have been too simple. That 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 sad little tiny like even the garters are like th- two or two inches thick. Like it's it's designed with a big girl's proportions in mind. Yeah. So to have such like skinny little like sad hoop skirt at the bottom was <laughs> just like just cut it off. She should have cut it off and just went up like that. Yeah, well she did. Well, I mean she <laughs> And this look is a reference to, um, I don't know if you have those in the States, like the Jean-Paul Gaultier perfumes. Um, he's very, like, his perfumes are very well known for having, well, for men, you have like the shape of a man's bust. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. And for yeah. women, it's like a woman's or so. And so the fact yeah. that she flipped it around, it was like, when, when, when she turned around, like, and it was like the, the male perfume bottle. See, I like that. I like that. But, the perfume bottle doesn't have a sad hoop skirt at the bottom. So she should have just left it as a dress. I liked the reference to his perfume bottle. I thought that was clever. I thought that was great. I liked the front and the back. Um, But it literally gets completely torn down because of that hoop skirt at the bottom. Yeah. You know, although because like her hair is good, the, the, the fit of the dress is pretty. She, her paint is gorgeous. Um, she looks amazing. Yeah. What about Lolita Banana? She comes out in that this gold Madonna cone bra. She's even got like the Madonna ponytail. Um, <laughs> I loved it. And then the gagger, she pulls off the cone tits, and she's got little she water faucets. <laughs> but they're dripping in jewels. Then. Yes, honey. That little attention to detail is fabulous. Like, yeah. I'm here for this. It's cute. Yeah. It and it's like a it's a Madonna reference. Like I think that's how most of us gays know Gautier yeah, is yeah, through Madonna. Madonna yeah. really like I mean he was a huge uh he's always been a huge uh, designer, but Madonna really like wore all of his design during the Blonde Ambition tour in the early 90s yeah. and put him on the worldwide map for sure. For sure. So I loved this look. Even if it was kind of a little bit on the it was it wasn't as polished as some of the other looks, but I love it for the creativity, for the reveal, for the Madonna mm-hmm. reference, for everything. Yeah, and I think we're gonna get a lot of pop culture references from Lolita this season because um, judging, like I don't know her personally, but judging from her Instagram and what I've seen, like on social media, she seems like uh, like keen on pop culture references. So I can't wait to see that. Fierce, we love a glamp queen. All right, La Cajena comes out in she's got spiky hair she's got this nude dress she has rhinestone tattoos applied to her arms which i think was super cool red handprints on her bust and on her on her ass i'm not so familiar with this gautier collection um so this one didn't resonate as much with me personally okay. you know what i mean like, I yeah. guess I could do my, I could have done my research a little bit more, but that's what we have you for, Leo. <laughs> well, actually, so the the thing is, um, 
I don't really know about a Gautier look that would look like that. There is a reference to a movie, and she's uh, actually uh, doing the reference to the movie called Arlette, and she's uh, kind of impersonating this actress, Josiane Balasco. But the, the Gautier reference is kind of lost for everyone in the fandom right now because we don't really know. We don't see it. Yeah, we don't really <laughs> see it. I mean, but I guess maybe it's an obscure reference. And we don't all have it, but yeah, that's the problem. It's a choice. That's it's the a choice. problem. Yeah, I mean, when you do a deep cut of like a designer that has such iconic looks, like I wasn't it. It was a choice. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, like she looks good, so I'm not mad she at it. Good, but it she is, does. Not, yeah, yeah but and it, and I'm a little bit uneducated on all of all of Gautier's creations so in a way I feel like I didn't do my homework and so um, thanks a lot Lucky Hannah for making me feel inferior for not knowing your <laughs> reference alright what about La Grande Dame oh she looks fierce oh my god it's so good like an entire outfit that's she like made so made fierce. with belts it was so good yeah. so fierce Jean-Paul Gaultier even said himself that she did a better job at making this look uh, than, than he did. It's so crazy to hear that. Can you imagine? Could like you imagine? And see, that that is exactly what you would want. You would want the designer to be like, oh, you took my design. And this you, is what I meant. This is, you took it, you took it further than what I want. That to do like a, an exact copy of an outfit is, you know, like, yeah, of course he's seen it. You know, it's probably not gonna look as good because, you know, you didn't have a bunch of like, you know, old ladies hunched over a table with white gloves sewing every little stitch by hand. But it is amazing that she came out there and wowed Jean-Paul Gaultier himself. I love this look. It's sickening. Yeah. It's all white belts or something. When she turned around, you can kind of see a little bit of her butt. I liked that. Hair mug check. 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 Very impressive. She's one to watch. Here for it. Up next is Cam Hug. Gorgeous. I mean, I Bitch. expect her to look like this every single time I see her. She looks like a fucking princess. Like she does. Like she's so pretty. This hair on her—it's so mm. cool. It's like a tiara crown, but it's made with hair. I want and, it to be a collectible Barbie doll. Like, I want this made as a Barbie right. doll and have it sitting on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. She is a Barbie doll. She is, is so, so stunning. Everything about the look was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I, ca- I have nothing bad to say about it. Nope. Nothing. So no. good. I want I want her entire wardrobe. I mean, obviously, like, it would have to be taken in because she's so much larger than she's I am. Such a hog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I would wear everything that she owns, seriously, if I could fit it. Uh, up next is Ellipse. And she was inspired by Jean-Paul Gaultier's tie look. But apparently she made this all herself. Yes, mama. Yeah. And, That's what they say, yeah. Yeah, and, you know. I love it. Because Jean-Paul Gaultier always, um, you know, he's known for the cone bra. So it has the cone bra. And I love, like, when Gautier mixes um, women's clothes and women's lingerie with menswear. 
you know like yeah, that's like true. the classic like madonna blonde ambition look it's like she's mm-hmm. in a pinstripe suit wearing her comb bra you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so this is this is excellent it's beautiful i love how the ties swirl around and create a, mm-hmm. a shape for her love the top hat it had a lot of movement it yes fun it's flirty well executed and she got the stamp and steal from John Cotier himself, who was very impressed. So I'm impressed. I liked this. Out. Yes. Um, but the one that I was most impressed with was La Big Bertha. Bitch, this she... is <laughs> This was phenomenal. She is like well, she's she's got a beard, so she's going with it. So she's completely wearing yeah. like a fur outfit, but with an immaculate recreation of a Gautier course like bodice with the cone bra. That corset, yeah, is yeah. stunning. It is well, so it's good. It's also a reference, it's a, apparently a reference to um, a teddy bear that uh, Jean-Paul Gautier has and has put uh, I, I don't have the whole reference, I'm not on that level of knowledge of Gautier, but apparently uh, yeah, he has a teddy bear and that he puts in a lot of things and so that should that would be a reference to that. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's perfect. I think it's so good. Yeah, he has like a little oh, like he has little teddy bears he puts in his like stripy outfits. So this is exactly. Great. Um, hair is beautiful. I love the like it's the it's high ponytail kind of reminiscent of Madonna again with the with the cone bra. The color of the satin court like cor- lingerie she's wearing it matches perfectly with the fur. Um, and you know, wearing a fur outfit is risky because you look risky. you look bulkier. Bulky. But uh, like, it works here. Shape. It works. She got shape, baby. Yeah. This was my favorite look. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I I would I mean I I would wear Kim Hughes look in my closet, but yeah. this one was my favorite look. Yeah. I loved it. Well, well, we have a maxi challenge winner, and so at the muse is our winner. Our bottom two is La Cajela and Lova La Diva. Accurate. Accurate. Um, <laughs> accurate. With honey. with their with their talent shows and then their, and their runways. runways. We were like, yeah, y'all are no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they lip sync uh, to a song by who? Celine Dion. The one in oh, I mean, I'm trying to I think the name of the song. Oh, How do you pronounce the name of the song. Panini. It's about a. Panini, a sandwich, a sandwich. Okay, yes, all right, got it. Mm-hmm. All right. yes, exactly. Very that. <laughs> and that is why, and that is why Lova La Diva, because uh, she is the the foodie queen coming out in all her cupcakes. She wins, and our first queen, our pork chop queen of the season. of the entire series, is La Cajena. Yeah, well, that's that, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a quick break, but when we get back, we're gonna go uh, into our top and chops of the week. We're back. Chop, chop, chop. And each week, we are going to highlight our tops and our chops of the week. What was your favorite and your least favorite 
moments from the first episode of Drag Race France, Latrice. Tops, tops, tops. Tops, 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 tops. Okay, so what really made me, um, like, respond a lot was our Paloma entrance. For me, between her entrance look and the photo shoot, the background, like, she looked like she was ready for day one. She yeah. came ready for day yeah. one. Yeah, it's like, did she get, like, pictures the of the set? And, right. So like, she, when she walked in, she looked like she belonged there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, for me, that's what aesthetically was pleasing to me. So um, I'm, I'm giving Paloma my top. Wow. All right, Paloma. You want to <laughs> work, bitch. Um, Leo, what's what was your top? Um, my top, I mean, judging from this first episode, anything So Adamuse does, I will love. Because, like, just, like, just her entrance, her personality, um, like, the look was great, but, like, the fact that she came out using uh, a Creole insult, uh, I'm very attached to Creole uh, culture, because, uh, you know, Creole dick. Um, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, and like, you know, she did great in the photo shoot, uh, g- given the circumstances and like this challenge, the runway she did, she was just on top oh, and I mean, yeah. she won. So the talent show, was yeah. she, she yeah, deserved that win. Like it was, for sure. it was, and to, to win the Jean-Paul Gaultier runway with her original design, it's impressive. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, my top goes to, uh, I don't know. I, I, I gotta say, I'm, the f- first thing that I was wowed by was just the grand scale of the workroom. It has the freaking Eiffel Tower really, in yeah, it. Yeah, it's so beautiful. The paintings are these beautiful gold gilded frames. Not like Drag Race UK where it's like, you made some cardboard frames and you spray painted them gold. You threw some glitter on it and then put RuPaul's picture in it. No, Nikki Doll was like, no, 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 no. I'm getting real gold gilded frames that you got from the Louvre Museum. <laughs> the set is so fucking stunning. Like, it just is so beautiful that, like, it, it elevates everything about the show yeah, the girls the girls very... even when they're not looking so good even when they are like half out of drag and they are like whatever like they're in this setting they're in this setting and it's just <laughs> yeah. stunning and beautiful so that's my top i love it i love it bah, bah, bah. what am i now for these chops well that's pretty easy i mean based on <laughs> Your performance in the Maxi Talent show. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a toss up for me because no, it's Lobaladis. no, no. It's you. It's you can just you can just chop her. She she just no, just chop her. At, at least, at least our <laughs> what. At least Lucky Hannah uh, had a concept. Yeah. And she yeah. came with props. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and chop her, baby. Okay, so it's done. <laughs> yeah. Y'all already know. That was that was not a talent. <laughs> I mean, thank you for sharing our story, but it was just Your not story, it was but the thing the, about it is like the, it could have like if she was going to go in there and give like um a heartfelt inspirational speech and that was her that talent. Been something. That, that would have been, been something. Like, yeah. But no, but if this was not that. I don't even I don't even know what it be to call it. What about you? Awkward? Uh, it was awkward. It was <laughs> uncomfortable. I almost wanted to fast forward through it. <laughs> How okay. about you, Leo? Dolpios, what do you think your chop is? Um, my chop of the week actually would be um, Nikki Doll being addicted to her teleprompter in the <laughs> beginning of the episode. Oh! No, but like... She was very natural when she was talking to the queens, like outside of her announcing looking. the. Ch- well, the fact yeah. that the fact that she was delivering everything to the camera straight down the barrel means that she's yeah, at that the was teleprompter. Weird. I mean, the least they could have done was like put the teleprompter that doesn't have the camera behind it, so like right, she could put it look- off to the side, so it looked like she's yeah. But hey, I gotta say, uh, Learning all your lines that you need to say correctly in a short amount of time, like the teleprompter is the most helpful it's your thing. Friend. It's your friend, but not your life partner. She can be yeah. your enemy as well. She, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah you Well You clocked that. You clocked that. I, I clocked I it too, too, but I didn't want to I, I wasn't gonna say anything because I I I required my teleprompter, especially yeah. when yeah. they're throwing up different languages up on that teleprompter. It is very helpful. Um Okay, I get it. Chop. And I mean, sorry. I mean, just saying. I, I, I'm. I mean, I think she was stressed also because I heard that like production was kind of you know rushed. So maybe she will lose enough. Yes, 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 yes. See, this is why we have you as our Drag Race France correspondent. <laughs> I heard it. I'm, I'm not like. Uh, yo, this is exactly. sure. So you say allegedly. 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 Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> but no, maybe she didn't like you know. Maybe she was stressed. Maybe it was like kind of in a hurry, and so maybe she'll loosen up as the season go. I, I yeah. you know, oh, no, she, she was went. very natural with the queens when yeah. she was not announcing anything. Well, yeah, yeah. but you got to get all the sponsors in there. You got to get everything right. Yeah. Everything is you got to say it perfectly, and you might as well just read it off the card so you can keep it moving. So to give the queens the most time that they need. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My chop. Now I love looking at her. She is absolutely stunning and gorgeous. But my chop goes to. Kim Hugh for uh, the way that production oh. is editing her. I want to like her because she's pretty. And I, I have a feeling she's going to stick around to the end because she is an immaculate drag queen. But bitch, she reading the girls for being old. She's reading the girls for being fat. She's mm. reading the girl for wearing the yarn wig. She's reading... Every time they cut to her in the... She is just letting these other queens have it. And as yeah. an older queen... It's always annoying when you have the 22-year-old something who looks like a goddess and she can paint like a fucking... She's blended and she's perfect. It always pisses me off when the young queens don't show respect to their other queens. Yeah. Chop. I chop it. It's like, I don't know if it is like production that is like egging her on and then editing it all in, but none of the other queens are reading the others as much as she she did in this episode so it made me not like her i get it it made me not like her and i was the most i was the most excited for her and then when she didn't deliver on her talent i was like oh and now i definitely don't like you (laughs) (laughs) 
it's all look and all and no substance or what That's substance it. there is like kind of mean i don't yeah. like it so cam yeah. i hope that as the season goes along because i feel like she's going to be around maybe she's the drama is she the drama maybe maybe she's the maybe. drama. you need it i guess so all right hopefully i'll hopefully she'll be my top next week because i, I like her and I want, well, I, like I want her. to like her more. Well, well, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for listening to The Chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. You can send us emails. We might read it on the show. Email Manila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And Leo, where do we, fun- yeah, where where we, we find, find you? you? Let me follow you on oh. Instagram real quick. So you can find me at Dolpeols, D-O-L-P-E-O-L-S. Yes, she's a spelling bee. Um, on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And I also have a YouTube channel where I will try to recap Drag Race France all summer long, which is called Leo Pesson Show. Fantastic, so, magnifique, ooh la la. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Chop. And we'll see you next week to find out who gets lecho. Bye. Au revoir. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to The Chop one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.